Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week, we review the 2021 Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Black Widow. We jump right into Accent Corner and try to (laughs) diagnose the different Russian accents in this movie. We talk about the action scenes and the family aspects and a very, very sad pig. We discuss Florence Pugh and I'm concerned... Did I, what did I say? Pew, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, perfect. All that and more. <laughs> on the side. No, I want another chance. Okay, good. We discussed the family dynamics of this dysfunctional group of Russian spies. And we even talk about the villain, Taskmaster. Is he the villain? I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, well. Kind of. I mean. We talk about... A floating fortress's Starbucks. Yes. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Perfect. Nate, is it true that you paid 30 whole dollars to watch this movie? It is very much true. Yes. <laughs> well, what, yes made I did. You, what made you do that Disney premiere access to see Black Widow? It, it's a Marvel movie. It was a Marvel movie, and it was... When did this movie come out? It was like in July or something. Yeah. Or June or July, and then, yeah, they were saying, you can watch it for free if you're a cheapskate, but you got to wait till October right. to do that. And I was like, well, I don't know the next time I'm going to go to a theater. So, mm. you know, you start rationalizing it by saying, okay, $30. If I go to the theater, we're spending... Maybe twenty twenty five, and then maybe in the city. Sometimes you have to pay for parking, depending. Wow! You, sometimes you have to pay for parking to see a movie. Sometimes, sometimes oh. in the big city, you know, if you're in a parking garage or oh, something. Oh, I see. I see. So I thought, ah, this is like going to the theater. Okay. Well, I did not. I was like, I'm gonna wait for this thing to come on Disney Plus. And so I did. But now now we're reviewing it. And we're not even going to get into the whole this movie with Scarlett Johansson is part of the reason why there is a lot of discussion around how streaming should work and how <laughs> so, Ms. Johansson and Marvel got into a bit of a and Disney got into a bit of a kerfuffle. The kerfuffle was apparently she was didn't want it to be put available for streaming at all initially so the box office numbers for theaters would be decent well because she had some pay some of her what she gets paid for the movie was tied to like theater money right and disney was like all of that money from you know the disney plus went straight to disney i don't think she had any deal with them to get a cut of that Mm -hmm. The, the big news actually is as i am trying to look at the rotten tomatoes for this movie Ron Tomatoes has now become one of those websites where you have to disable... Owned by Disney. No, you have to disable your ad blocker in order to view the website. Whoa. A little pop-up comes up and they said, we see that you're blocking ads and we are a free website as most websites, you know, you can just go to them. And so you have to disable your ad blocker to actually oh. see stuff. But look at these ads. If I refresh the page and look quickly at the Rotten Tomatoes score before the pop-up up shows there. up, I, can, yeah. I already got it. I already got it. So I'm good. Take that, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't need to disable any ads. So what do you, what do you think? What do you think critics and audience said about this movie? Uh, I'm going to say critics said 
60. Critics said 79, which I think is a little surprising. I'll be hmm. honest. Yeah, I'll I be am surprised honest. as well. But audience, what, what do you think they said? 75. 91. Mm. Apparently, audiences love this movie. And I think it's fine. I think it's a fine movie. I have to do this right off the bat just because I thought of you the entire movie because of Accent Corner. Mm, yes, none, yes, yes. None of these actors and actresses are Russian. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a single one. Not a single one. And they are, they're all pretending to be Russian with heavy Russian accents. Except Scarlett Johansson, right? I feel like every once in a while it comes through. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes. In all the other Marvel movies, it's not. But I think here sometimes... Okay, here's what I want to ask you, Nate. Which of these actors mm, mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. the worst fake Russian accent? Uh, it's somewhere between Rachel Weisz and Florence Pugh. And I, <laughs> I don't know. David Harbour. Okay. <laughs> to me, honestly... I heard her sister, yeah. Florence Pugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is, by all accounts, apparently a very good actor that is great in parts of this movie. We'll get to it in a second. But mm-hmm. there was something about, I hadn't really, I didn't, didn't know much about her before this. Actually, I think I had we had seen her in Little Women, maybe, when we reviewed that. Yes. Yes, she was in Little Women. And I think That's I right. had the thought... Yes. Maybe you are Russian, and maybe this is an accent I don't understand because it's pure. Does that make sense? Like sometimes we're not Russian. Yeah, sometimes an accent happens, and I think, oh, the reason it sounds weird to me is because this is real, right? (laughs) And everything I've heard before is like Hollywood version of Russian. So I didn't have the thought of like, okay, this could be like this could be real, and then I looked and. No, she is not. No. And so no. so now I'm going to have to say Florence Pugh. There was something there that <laughs> threw me out of the movie pretty violently. I'm not slouching. Yes, yes, you are. You're going to I get don't the, slouch. You're going no. to get the back hunch. Mm, listen to your mouth. Oh, my God. This. Up, up. All right, enough. All of you. I didn't say anything. That's not fair. Here's what's going to happen. I don't want any food. Eat a little something, you hey, lady. You're going to tell us the location of the Red Room. I feel like probably one of the worst but also one of the most entertaining was seeing david harbour do a russian accent because he's from if you don't know david harbour he's the stranger things guy he's the cop you know in stranger things and he's so clearly like putting on a russian accent but it's also Mm -hmm. fun just to hear him do it i was totally about it well his character is so ridiculous that i think it almost makes his ridiculous accent more forgivable yeah Uh, the whole spectrum of accents in this movie (laughs) that (laughs) does not necessarily i was like man yeah i really could use like one north star of a of a a russian actor who would just kind of point me towards (laughs) yes exactly this movie though is also like pretty dark at times you know the whole premise is that scarlett johansson's character and her sister, not really biological sister, but kind of adopted sister, Florence Pugh, is part of the Black Widow Project. Right. Where this Russian guy, and maybe he's actually like the most legitimate Russian guy. What's What was the bad guy? Drakov? Drakov. Why is he not in the IMDb? Oh, I think he's there. He's just younger in his picture. Oh, Ray Winstone. He's also English, so not Russian. Ah. <laughs> nope. But Drakov... You know, he recruits these ladies from all over the world, brainwashes them, and makes them super soldiers. 
And like, there's a lot of scenes where I'm like, oof. Are we going to do spoilers here? Because this is relatively new here. I don't even know what, what would we spoil? Just the very end? I mean, there's really nothing to like. <laughs> there's nothing to, to spoil. Secrety. Okay. <laughs> Her family's not real. You find that out super early. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't think Drake we have to worry bad. about spoilers. It's kind of like a, just a, a normal, it's like a, once it's you a get normal, past all the, it's a it's normal, a normal super- movie. <laughs> It's a normal superhero movie that ends kind of as you would expect with some cool action scenes throughout. And uh, oh, that's the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Let me put my cards on the table a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I was, maybe because I spent $30, I was pretty underwhelmed by this movie. Yeah. I thought the action was great. I thought some of the fight scenes were really, really good. Yeah. And, but, and, but, the reveal and the development of this Black Widow program yeah. felt so blasé, by the book, I have seen it a thousand times, within Marvel movies alone, Yeah, that it was kind of meh. Here's why. The Black Widow program is led by this dude, Drakoff, who is kind of just a normal old bad guy. He could have played by who was the who was that old treadstone guy from Born? Oh, like fill in the film who's now in secession, like fill in the blank with that dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. every it's been in a ton of movies. The reason why they aren't discovered is because they're in a floating ship, like a helicarrier. Yeah, it flies, it just flies all the time. Steven, don't know where they get its energy. My first question, my first question is this. How does having a giant floating thing in our modern world where there are planes and all sorts of stuff going around and satellites, how does this make it so that you can't be found? This is not an underground facility. This is a giant thing up in the sky. I assume there's some kind of cloaking radar mechanism thing. Unless it's like super high, like 80,000 feet, or it's floating above... Like the South Seas, somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic that no planes ever cross, Mm. that'd be the only way it's undetectable. But as we find out, it's kind of over land. Like it's not like in some remote location. I guess it is very, very high because there is a falling action scene that happens for a long time. So if you were to put that all together, Mm, I'm sure it's... You do the very, math. very high up. You do, the velocity yeah. of what, what one human being takes. One form. velocity of one Scarlett Johansson. So anyway, yeah. what we find out, which there there is no like cool reveal about like I thought we we're gonna get to like there's this like somewhat creepy place. There have been flashbacks in other Marvel movies, like yeah. maybe like this ballerina sort of thing, and it's been kind of like infiltrated into the world. Real quick, I was rewatching as I do some of the Avengers movies because mm-hmm. I'd put those on in the background while I work sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that was Age of Ultron mm-hmm. when Scarlet Witch like does the mind thing. Scarlett Johansson has the flashback to this ballet. It's like this mansion. Yep. And there's a lady teaching her to dance. And for me, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense now because this movie kind of explains how the whole training went and what happened. So, yeah, I just felt like there was a little bit of a discontinuity there. Right. That's all. Right. It, it became, yeah, we just have this facility and we train women warriors right. and then we brainwash them and then we send them out and they're all over the world in these little dots. And he looks at this giant digital map and he's like, these right. are all my ladies. And <laughs> I'm like, that's 
it. Like, yeah. there's nothing like secretly insidious. It's actually probably like it's a real by the book, right, right, Hydra right, right. situation. And I thought when we were gonna get into like the background, right, of of Black Widow that we have seen in like many other movies and alluded to it, I thought, well, this is gonna be like they're gonna be super secretive, and it's gonna be like it would have been nice if it was more like secret agent-y. The bad guy, I think, was interesting. Taskmaster. You know, I thought that was mm-hmm. fine. Love that show. Yep. <laughs> Wait, is that a show? Yeah. Look it oh, up afterwards. Okay, Viewers, if you, if you ever see Taskmaster on YouTube, you're going to love it. Okay. It's British. I thought it was a good bad guy. It was kind of like, you know, a nondescript bad guy. Later in the movie, we discover something about the bad guy that's trying to make it more emotionally connecting. And it's like, eh. We then have an old guy who shouldn't fight anyone who has yeah. power, and you're like, oh, is this going to end up with you getting punched? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to talk about the family aspect, because I thought this was interesting. At the beginning of the movie, we see this family, quote-unquote, even though none of them are biological family, but it's David Harbour, it's Rachel Weiss as like the weird mom and dad, but they're actually just Russian agents, and then the two daughters, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson. And the movie starts with they have to leave basically because of something they've been discovered or whatever and so they have to flee and so they they all get split up the girls go back to the black widow program and david harper and rachel weiss go their separate ways because they're really just agents none of them are really family do you remember how you felt in that that part of the movie because i remember feeling like oh this is pretty good yes they have to like quickly leave the house you realize oh this is like she goes to like the military facility they're like, you have to go, and they would want to stay with their quote-unquote mom and dad. And it felt like emotionally deep yes. because Rachel Weiss was like, oh, you know, like she was not looking forward to this day. It looked like neither was David Harbour. And then like the way David Harbour talks to the girls, he's like, You remember when I told you that one day we would have that big adventure? And today's the day. Yay! All right, let's go. And he seems like a very fatherly type figure. Yes. And then the escape scene is amazing. You got this plane and he's hanging on. Like, that's called cool. But then when he turns into like a heartless jerk and basically like shoves the girls off on the the Russian military, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, I thought that was a weird turn for David Harbour. It was a, it was like an unsettling thing. Yes. But I think it's supposed to show like, hey, this is a cold organization like he's they aren't yeah. good guys because they're part of this so then later in the movie and this is not a spoiler because you could just watch the trailer and you see these scenes of the family back together you know they all meet up again mm-hmm. with rachel weiss and david harbert like they're all then together they're all sitting at a dinner table and it's this it's an interesting dynamic because you're like they're not actually family but they're trying to act like family and david harbert the most is trying to be like listen we're not biological family but we're also all each other has. <laughs> so right. let's pretend. Like, let's pretend we're family. We're chosen family. You see the resistance of Scarlett Johansson because she's like, you guys gave me away. Like, you know. And so it, I, th- I thought that was an interesting dynamic. I liked those moments. And I thought there were also some nice moments. Like, David Harbour goes to talk to Florence Pugh. That's good. And, like, she doesn't want to talk at all. She's mad. And then he starts singing American Pie. Yeah, which is the song they would listen to in the car all together, and I was like, "This is a very dysfunctional family, but it's also heartwarming." And yes. I like David Harbour in this role. <laughs> it's yes. a quasi dad. 
when I read about his widowed bride, something touched me deep inside the day. I think that whole scene was a really good one. Yeah. I think that's probably the best. I mean, that plus the action, the fight scenes, I think were yeah. the best parts of this movie. I want to talk about Florence Pugh for a second. Yeah. Because she is like a part antagonist, but also pretty quickly is like, we we as the viewers are like, we need to trust Florence Pugh. She's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a human, you just need to root for her. Like, the movie makes it very clear, like, do not root against Florence Pugh. She's great. Right. But she has some, like, kind of mocking funny lines in this that I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I thought her character was pretty wooden. I couldn't quite love that character or kind of, like, get into it. And I was really hoping that she was going to bring more, like, charisma, kind of baton passing. Right. You know, if you think going forward into Marvel, you're like, okay, well, Scarlett Johansson shouldn't actually be around. I mean, comic books with, you know, multiple universes can do whatever they want, obviously. Yeah. But I was kind of hoping for some more overall charisma. She seemed kind of bland for a lot of the movie what did you think about that character i think she was concentrating so hard on the russian accent it's hard to do anything else i mean they have to keep that thing on all the time yeah i agree there was some fun like quips back and forth where she makes fun of scarlett johansson's black widow pose yes like her the landing pose. Pose. Yep. yeah and then later she actually does the pose herself and she was like you know oh, i can't believe i did that that was good you know th- those were fun moments but and then there was also a scene where they have like dinner together and they finally like stop being mad at each other for five minutes mm-hmm. and they talk and it's like, that's fun. You know, it's fun. It was okay. I did like the prison escape scene when they actually went to go get David yes. Harbour. <laughs> like that was pretty funny. All right. Let's talk about RoboCop. Oh, the Taskmaster. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very excited about what. Yeah. So we, we won't say spoilers for who the Taskmaster is, but what do you think about the overall outfit and the menacing nature of Robo Taskmaster? I liked it because on the bridge scene, the first fight scene between Black Widow and the Taskmaster, like it's clear the Taskmaster is very powerful and Black Widow probably mm-hmm. can't beat him on her own. And I think it sets it up to be a very intimidating character you know throughout right and then later we get a fight scene with david harbour and taskmaster and i thought that was a good fight scene as well and you kind of have like the slightly washed up red guardian yeah (laughs) can't quite fit into his suit (laughs) that was another good scene that was funny so i was i was fine for it it was definitely like a faceless bad guy right you know the the bad guy character had to be drakov taskmaster was just like a you know a shell basically right so you know it was fine i guess it served its purpose i got a little bit of striker yes vibes well oh, that, it's a- that's the same guy from uh that i was talking about <laughs> that same fill-in guy is it the the, the born guy isn't it the same guy i thought the born guy striker? was no i don't think that's no i think you're conflating okay. things <laughs> they're all the guys they're all the, they're same, all the same they're all the yeah. same yeah for sure ex-military old guy who's heartless yes exactly there's also a lot of parallels to that Striker X-Men 2 mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. relationship, but that's the spoiler we won't give. How about that? We okay. won't, we won't yeah. tell you. That's good. That's we good. won't tell you who the Taskmaster is. You'll have to... Oh, wait. You don't have to pay $30. You'll have to see it for free on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> exactly. So that was good. The fight scenes were good. There's a fight scene with Scarlett Johansson and Taskmaster like in the air yep. or something. Like that's that's pretty intense. I like any scene that has kind of like the snowiness to it. I thought that's a very yes. fun visual look with yeah. the 
like I don't know the action up on like the scaffolding and the yeah, helipad cool. and all like that's a kind of a beautiful look although super CG like it's nice and bright which is fun. Can I tell you one of the most troubling moments of this film? Yes. Rachel Weiss is like practicing her brainwashing skills on a bunch of uh-huh. pigs and yes. at one point she tells a pig to stop breathing. Uh-huh. And this pig just like falls over uh-huh. because it it stopped breathing, and because of its brainwashing conditioning, it can't Restart. breathe again until Rachel Weisz tells it to. That was the most troubling moment of this movie for me. All right. <laughs> this is sadistic. See, he sits just like dog. Amazing. Now, now watch. It's a little weird. Stop breathing. I think I held my breath with that pig. I'm going to be honest. When, when people hold their breath in movies... Sometimes I, you know, inadvertently hold my breath as well. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I think the pig and I both did that. <laughs> and like it started like snorting and stuff. Oh. It's like this is very sad. Poor guy. I, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like that. But anyway, there there was one fight scene towards the end where Scarlett Johansson had to like fight off a bunch of other Black Widows. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a very good fight scene. I thought they gave Black they gave <sighs> Scarlett Johansson a good moment. Did you not like that? I'm not sure that I enjoy that mind control was used in this movie. Mm. Legitimate technological mind control. Because I think there is something a lot more insidious about like good old fashioned brainwashing for a kid. Uh, like yeah. that being like, hey, you think you're on the right side or like you've gone through terrible, terrible trauma and you're like a child soldier sort of thing. Right. And then there's something that takes away the agency of the other uh, Black Widows. That makes me feel like, you know, you just try to like snap them out of it Mm. sort of thing. And that, I don't know, that it makes those final moments not as like, she's not trying to convince people that she's like a good guy and they need to like break from, you know, big bad old Drakoff. But instead it's like, we got to like shut down, you know, fill in the blank technological thing so that you guys are free. (laughs) And like, so there really is no like, bad people in this movie except Drakov, right and maybe not even the taskmaster so i guess just Drakov. just Drakov. he's just a bad dude that's all there is there's a lot of good people does he spend his entire life up on that floating thing like does he never come down yeah i think he's always up there i don't know would i want a flying fortress that i just live on the rest of my life how do you get are you growing your own food up in your flying fortress well i mean they have like what's the infrastructure they might have like delivery people like a like a Drakov Prime, like Grubhub. <laughs> hey, put it. You know, like in the bank, how you go through the drive-through and they with put the little, little uh, shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe they have one of those at the bottom. I mean, is that thing connected to the ground or is it straight flying? No, no, no. It's just straight up flying. Maybe he rolls down like a rope ladder to <laughs> maybe, the Pizza Hut no, delivery no, no. guy. This is why he has to keep the Black Widows. Uh, they she has, he has to keep some of them on that thing because they go down and they get him the pizza. They, they do a mission. They, they kill somebody and they come back with. <laughs> Asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> they, they kill Papa hey, on John. your way back, he's over there trying to figure out how mind control. Like, listen, all right, how do I mind control them yeah. so that they go to Publix and get me that buffalo chicken sub? <laughs> it's good I, sub. I need, to co- I need to code in that they really need to cut that chicken up really fine. Yeah. <laughs> how do I do that? What is it? Why does every typical flying fortress bad guy also have mm-hmm. to have like a massive the fact screen. that you had to say typical flying fortress bad guy and i'm like yeah yeah i got it <laughs> but there he always has like that huge map of the world that's like <laughs> with a bunch of dots he like scrolls through and he's looking at with a bunch of dots like i feel like that's so tropey 
I guess it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's also bad spycraft. As much of this, <laughs> so is a giant fortress in the sky is bad spycraft. There is something about everything has to be represented visually in a movie. And right. nowhere would you actually have like a map that when you like click on a button, it pops up and you can see like a nice live feed of them running around in the earth or whatever they're doing. <laughs> And then when you like lose a connection, there's something like really fun visually happens. Like right, right, the, right. The little it's, tiny light explodes, little fireworks. <laughs> oh no! Yes. Did you understand the scale of the agents that he has out in the world? Like, how many do you like? Do you think he? It has? must be hundreds, I would assume. But he, he's only got like twenty on that flying fortress, so I don't. Okay, know. but like not thousands. Uh I mean, it might be thousands, maybe. I don't know. Well, they were talking about like it would be some long mission for the sister to like go free all these people. So maybe you shouldn't train your soldiers on your floating secret base because if your mind control ever glitches out or there's something, you know, so they get captured and they're able to like take out the mind control thing. Right. They'll know. Then they know. That was a big fortress. They had like one room with 20 black widows and then his office. And we really didn't see a lot of other things aside from three jail cells. That seems like a very big fortress for not that many um, rooms. Yeah, well, there's a tennis court. There's a swim, oh, swimming the pool, pool. There's the pool, like you a pool. you got mm-hmm. the American Ninja Warrior court. <laughs> there's a you Starbucks, the, a Chipotle. Now, now, hold on. <laughs> is the barista at the flowing fortress Starbucks? Does that person have to be mind controlled, or they're like, listen, I don't ask questions. I just serve, uh, you know, coffee to a bunch of other people who may or may not be bad. I don't want to get weird, but would Drakoff program that Black Widow to make the perfect pumpkin spice latte every time? I don't think he would know how. <laughs> oh, you don't think Drakoff will know how? He doesn't know Drakoff, what inputs to put? He doesn't put? know how to input that. How many pumps of pumpkin? <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, he needs to have a cue. I don't, I don't believe at his age, I don't believe he knows the technology to do this. I know oh, that may sound ageist, true. but what I'm saying is there's a lot of modern day technology that they're using there. And I think Absolutely. he, he didn't build to, that flying fortress himself. Like he, I totally get it. Maybe he has a genius bar up there. <gasps> Man, he's got an Apple store too. I could see that. <laughs> Yeah, he calls it like Mango or something. Someone goes to pre-order the iPhone 13 and they say, Flying Fortress as a pickup location. What? It glitches away. I I guess. I guess so. One last thing. The pheromones. (laughs) I thought that was quite dumb. There is something, if I can understand this correctly. Yeah. He wears... I don't know if he wears a cologne or he has a little thing. And what Scarlett Johansson tries... I think it's his biological pheromones. Like his his odor. His, his own musk? His own. Okay, so anyway. Into the... He uses the term olfactory nerve or something. I yes, yeah. Married to a soon-to-be doctor, but I don't pretend to know much about it. And he says... Smelling my pheromones prevents you from committing violence against me. So which point I say, okay... So I get, she goes to try to knife him and it like stops in the air, which, all right. I don't know why you couldn't just like plug your nose for a second. I think mean, later she like headbutts herself. <laughs> I thought Whitney asked that too. She was like, why don't you just pinch your nose for a little bit, like for a minute, <laughs> stop smelling it. Appar- apparently it's like, well, it's already inside of your nose, those pheromones. What if a black widow gets a cold? Would it, would it not work if a black widow a lady gets a cold? What just- if the black widow wants to shoot him from 20 feet away? Does that keep you like right? I would think that would work. I, I mean, you wouldn't smell. I don't know I mean, how far out your pheromones go. To be maybe honest. he's very. I mean, he's got very strong pheromones. I don't know. You, you think he doesn't bathe? 
I wonder if that's a prerequisite. <laughs> he, he can never bathe he again. He's a stinky, the stinky <laughs> old man with pheromones that keep him safe. I just sent you an image of the olfactory nerve, just so you know. Oh, thanks. Apparently there's multiple nerves, but anyway. Wonderful. Anyway, I thought that was ridiculous. I thought the whole pheromone thing, the fact yeah. that Scarlet Widow can't end up murking this dude because he's got he stink lines coming out. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. Oh, there's the olfactory nerve. There's the olfactory. This is also a terrifying cross section. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> That's super weird. Anyway, well, let's rate this movie, Nate. Let's do it. A scale of zero to five olfactory nerves. <laughs> what are you going to give this Everyone movie? just take a moment and find out where the olfactory nerve is and then yep. figure out how you would disable it in your own body. That would be very difficult to disable, I think. That's disturbing it's to pretty, think about, it's but I'm pretty back. sure I'd do coat hanger. Oh. Uh, too far. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this movie... I'll give it a three and a half. Mm. A three and a half. It's a fine superhero movie. It's got fun action. It's connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, Scarlett Johansson is good. It's fine. I wouldn't have paid $30 for it, and I didn't. I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> but uh, just to watch it on Disney+, Plus, like, it's fine. Yep. What do you think? I'm going to give it... I'm between a two and a half and a three. I think I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, yeah. That's Here's why. Yeah. I think it's actually more of a two and a half. I did spend $30 on it. It is underwhelming. Sure. Can we just all... We'll just blame COVID a little bit more. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. For all that stuff. Yeah. As we do. As we will for movies for five years. Right. I was really excited to see it. It lacks some fun reveals... As Steven said, it is a normal movie with a normal bad guy yeah. and a normal amounts of like good action scenes that is great. I'm going to give it the half bump up to three because I appreciate the f- strong female lead also not having some sort of romantic crushing moment that turned her into the person she was. I was a little worried they would be like, she used to be like a doting, a doting girlfriend who whose whose boyfriend got killed oh yeah you know and and now she turned into like the cold black widow we know today or whatever right right right. i'm really glad that they didn't try to shoehorn romance corner into this movie (laughs) so i appreciate that greatly i appreciate the family sort of dynamics and what it teaches about like chosen family and people that are dysfunctional but love each other so i'll give it a three all right well listeners let us know what you thought you can comment on instagram at movies on the side when the review post goes up don't forget you can support the show at patreon.com slash movies on the side or directly in apple podcasts and you can get our bonus episodes we do a little more superhero talk on that bonus episode and if you haven't yet you can also support the show by giving us a five-star rating and review in apple podcasts and as we always say your pain only makes you stronger what doesn't kill you make you strong (laughs) sorry Was, was that was that your was that your best Russian accent? Yeah, I was trying. I, I thought about doing it earlier in the episode, but I didn't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> when you look into the when you look into is mine better or worse than <laughs> Florence? Pugh? I think you're when you skipping. look into the eyes of a child, you have raised no mask in the world can hide that. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's good. Pretty good. To our Russian listeners, we are sorry. We are very sorry. Her and Marvel, she, she, her, Scarlet.